All right, this is the hot button issue of the day, and uh, for a pretty good reason. Uh, yesterday at the Queensland Media Club, Lord Mayor Adrian Schrinner shared his vision to transform Brisbane as uh, we head towards the 2032 Olympic and Paralympic Games. Uh, he wants to see Brisbane become a party city, calling for uh, lockout laws to be scrapped, street parties uh, in the inner city suburbs and 24-7 trading hours as well. In his words, he said, Brisbane should aim to be the Barcelona of the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, I'll have a bit more about to say about this after four o'clock in the, uh, the editorial after the news. But we've we've had a heap of um, of your thoughts on this one, and like to welcome some more on one double three eight eighty two, or you can text them in zero four double nine eight eighty eight eighty two. You can even email Brisbane Live at four bc dot com dot au. But let's get the opposition council uh, to to uh, council to get their views. Jared Cassidy is opposition council leader, and he's been good enough to join us on the line. Good afternoon. Hey, Bill. Good to be with you. Uh, what do you think then of the mayor's ideas of turning Brisbane into a Barcelona, the party city for the Olympics and Paralympics? Um, yeah. Look. I- um, I've never been to Barcelona, so uh, I'm not sure what I mean either. <laughs> Barcelona would look like. But I mean, I love Brisbane. I think people who've been here, whether it's a long time or they're, they're moving here for the lifestyle um, that we love in the city, want Brisbane, I think. Um, love to hear the views of the people of Brisbane. I think they want Brisbane to be just the best version of itself. I don't know why we always have to say Brisbane should be like some other overseas city. Um, I think two of the really key things for us when we said we would support the Olympics in Brisbane in 2032 as as the opposition here in council was that Brisbane, um, as a result of that, doesn't become an unlivable city, that we don't sacrifice what we love about Brisbane, you know, that we don't become more clogged and congested. And in fact, we we should be aiming to be a less congested city, a city that's, you know, accessible and affordable where people can um, you know, afford to rent or to buy a home, and also one that sees a um, massive investment. You know, this is a generational opportunity having the Olympics, a massive investment in the suburbs of Brisbane, whether that's in suburban infrastructure, connecting our city, whether it's through public transport, active transport, um, parks and gardens and open spaces, and, and of course, um, the you know community sporting clubs that will be producing the um, Olympians, hopefully of 2032. So I think they're sort of our priorities, and and I think you know it's nice to talk about all the glitzy in the city stuff, but I think a, a council's job is to be a council uh, at the end of the day. And I think that's what people want. So what, what do you make of the uh, accommodation, not accommodation, but the apartment idea and the skyscrapers at uh, South Brisbane on the Kirilpa end? And, and to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense when it's so congested there as it is. I, I don't know whether that, that plays into that infrastructure that doesn't seem to be there to support that. What, what do you make of putting all, uh, building all those skyscrapers in a noted flood zone? Yeah, I think this is a sort of an example of where these things happen in isolation and they don't, they haven't happened and we haven't seen announcements around where density will go um, informed by a holistic and comprehensive housing strategy. We've, we've had for, for you know the last eight years a city plan which has approved developments all around Brisbane. We've seen an industrial strategy come out in the last couple of years, a few other bits and pieces here and there and the centrepiece of the new um, strategy that the Lord Mayor launched yesterday is called the Sustainable Growth Strategy was the uh, intensification around Kirilpa. I mean, the feedback I've seen from locals in that part of the world is that the infrastructure that's there today isn't 
isn't meeting the needs of the community as it is. If you fast track this, as the Lord Mayor is suggesting, is that infrastructure in that part of the world, whether it's community infrastructure and access to things like health service and education, and also transport going to keep up, but also where the other places he's mentioned out in the suburbs of Brisbane, where is the infrastructure plan, I suppose, is our question to um, to meet the demands of that development. So I think that's what's been lacking for a long period of time. And more and more I get this as a local councillor out in the, the outer northern suburbs of Brisbane. As development occurs, there's a, a loss of amenity and a loss of livability and there doesn't seem to be um, any investment in the suburbs to keep up pace with that. You know, often I think, you know, people can sort of hark back and go, well, back when they were kids growing up, whether it was the 60s, 70s, 80s, even maybe the 90s, you know, it was a very different place because it was a, a sort of nicer place to get around, easier to get around, um, more green space and uh, that, that real community feel. I feel like people feel that's slipping away from them in Brisbane. And I don't think they're anti-development. I just think they want to know um, that it's not going to fundamentally change the nature of our suburbs. And I think it is. And what we need is a comprehensive strategy to inform all of those developments that are going on around Brisbane to make sure we don't lose what's special about Brisbane. And and use the Olympics sort of as an excuse to do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You, you outlined a couple of uh, broad areas uh, on your agenda. You've had a bit of time to think about it, obviously, as well. Any other ideas you'd have for Brisbane during the Olympics? Yeah, well, what, I mean, what we want to see, as I mentioned earlier, is the, getting the basics right, I think. From a council point of view, it's fine for the Lord Mayor and for council to have um, sort of advocate for things and have big, big ideas. And sure, we can debate those, but... At the end of the day, council does have a very important job, um, and that's to do uh, what council's expected to do right. It's to get the basics right in the suburbs. It's to make sure that as our city grows and that growth is spurred on by the Olympics, we have proper infrastructure in the suburbs, whether that's around drainage and flood-proofing um, our suburbs, whether it's about investing in walkability and connectability with footpaths and bike paths and things like that, and also making sure... Um, that the, the the sports stars of tomorrow have um, somewhere that they can train, mm. develop those skills out in the suburbs of Brisbane. I mean, I've got a I've got a, 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 an Olympic weightlifting club in in my community, which is it's got it in the title. It's Olympic uh, it's Olympic sport, and they have a lot of the equipment from the the, Olymp- uh, the Commonwealth Games on the Gold Coast in 2018. But they're in a dingy sort of better brick building with a leaky roof and no room, and that's a council lease site. You know, there's. So I see that and go, well, there's a massive opportunity for council to invest in in suburban sporting and community facilities around Brisbane. I haven't seen any plans for that yet, and that's what we're pushing for. It, Time's running out. Does it worry you that uh, I know that the, the Lord Mayor wasn't involved in uh, or wasn't aware of the funding announcement between state and federal government, and also that uh, the state government, or as part of that, they've overruled on uh, on zoning so they could take in Raymond Park at uh, and Kangaroo Point, and they've sort of overridden council jurisdiction, if you like, to sort of force this? Like, does there need to be a better consultation between state and local? Yeah, you, look, you, you you do want that. You want everyone to be, um, you know, totally aware of what their roles and responsibilities are, sitting down in a room together, figuring that out, and then, and then carrying that out. Councils, I mean, when council and the state government, the federal government signed up to the deal um, to pitch for the Olympics, the, the broad areas of responsibility were set out. Um, and we, uh, you know, what we want to see is make sure that everyone's playing their part. 
it seemed like a long time away when it was announced. It's, you know, rapidly approaching now. We're already in March of um, 2023. It's it, it's not far away. So everyone must get on with doing this work. I think at the end of the day, those decisions on major facilities and major infrastructure um, are going to have to be funded by the federal and state government. I don't think ratepayers should have to pick up the tab on that. And that's what we were guaranteed when we signed up as councillors to this process. Um, what, what we want to see is um, council getting the basics right out in the suburbs and playing um, an active role and playing a leadership role in making sure the community's involved at every step of yep. the way um, and their needs are met. All right. All right. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, Bill. It's uh, Jared Cassidy, the Opposition Council Leader. Uh, what did you make of um, what he had to say about um, his response, I guess, to uh, the Lord Mayor's ideas and, um, and, and pipe dreams, I guess, for the Olympic City heading into 2032? Love to hear your thoughts on 133882 on the open line or text me. Zero four double nine eight eighty eight eighty two. And um, not a lot of great detail there, but it's a very broad view that he's got. So uh, I'm not sure that you can you can say that. Well, there's an alternate agenda, but uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts, folks.